welcome to Gadgets, a show where we woman-splain technology. This is Gizmodo's Gadget Podcast, and this is our pilot episode, which means it's the first of many, many more to come. My name is Florence Ion. I am your host here at Gadgets, and I am joined here to my right or to my left by my fearless leader, Caitlin McGarry. Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> Hi, Flo. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited that Gadgets is actually happening. We're doing it. It's the first and it's going to be great. It is going to be super great. And just so everybody can envision us, uh, Caitlin's in her closet right now because this is how professional podcasting is done. Okay. We've got to yes, mitigate. Yes, I've, I've seen it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All That's the right. sound has to be dampened, I've heard. And uh, my clothes yep. are just right next to me. Yeah, it's, it's to it's help an add to the vibe. audience. I love it. It is. And the thing is, so many great podcasts do this. Uh, so we're just, you know, following their lead. And those yes. of you who read Gizmodo, you know, we cover a lot of gadgets in a very unique way. And we want to share our thoughts with you every single week. And so we figure this is the best venue to do that. So that we're not constricted by that tricky word count. <laughs> Though, uh, though we will keep the, we'll try to keep the rambling down. We can't promise anything, but the goal is every week we're going to be here giving you the news, uh, and we're also going to allow ourselves to fangirl a little bit at the end because without that, there's no fun, and we want we no. want our listeners to have some fun with us. So we're here to we're here to have fun. Also, we mm-hmm. we want to be informative, but we want to entertain. That's what we do here at Gizmodo. Yeah. And the other thing we do here at Gizmodo is everybody kind of has like a thing that they cover, right? A couple things, uh, most of us. Mm-hmm. On staff, I'm covering Android, the smart home. You can come to me with all your smart home needs. And I also cover mechanical keyboards, which I'm very lucky I snatched that. <laughs> so, Caitlin, what do you cover It's a, it's a great beat. <laughs> So I oversee our consumer technology coverage, and I also cover a lot of Apple stuff. Yes, uh, some (laughs) some might call me the the boss. Um, Yes, I cover all the Apple and uh, some health and fitness technology stuff. So uh, uh, it's a it's a lot. It's good. It's fun, especially right now. October has been all of the product launches. Every single company is like. We have we have gadgets too. You should check out our gadgets, and we have been checking them out, and we are so excited to talk about some of them. Not all of them. There's too many, but we we're, we're gonna we're gonna dive deep. I think. Yeah, we're gonna dive deep enough. I think. Uh, if you have been tuning into Gizmodo, you know that we've been covering. There's a new Facebook Portal Go that came out. Uh, oh God, I just got through. The Nest cameras for anybody who's thinking about upgrading this holiday season. I would implore you to please go mm-hmm. check out my reviews. I've been painstakingly going through the new Nest cameras and what they can do. We also just recently covered the Pixel 6, which is like yes, huge. moving mountains somehow already. <laughs> People are so hyped about the Pixel 6 and have been for months. Like all I of know. the rumors leading up to this phone have been just like Every single rumor has been like making people so hyped. And so now it's finally here. We reviewed it. It's amazing. And uh, we're definitely going to be chatting about that in a future episode. But I think we're going to I think we're going to start with the biggest headline this week, which was, of course, Apple 
Mm-hmm. Uh, two new products from Apple this week. Mm-hmm. We have the new AirPods, which people have been really excited about because it's been a while since they've been updated. But we also have the new MacBook Pro, which I've been using for over a week now. Um, Flo, you're not really getting the full vibe because I'm not on the new MacBook Pro right now and I'm also in my closet. So the camera is not, it's not happening for me today. Okay. (laughs) If I were using the new MacBook Pro, the camera, you'd be like, wow, Caitlin, this is It would be like my little Logitech Brio (laughs) I've got going on right here. Some nearly 4K action. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure. Yes. It, it would definitely be like very high definition. Yes. Oh, um, yes. Finally, look into my pores, Zoom class. Just please. Um, <laughs> I started wearing moisturizer, tinted moisturizer, by the way, because we started doing video oh. chats at work. So. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. A, a good tinted moisturizer is always uh, helpful. Yes. Essential. Well, we're all on video call. I mean, this is just a way of life now. Even when we return to an office, like video chats are the like, this is just what we're dealing with. So mm-hmm. it's important that your laptop has a good webcam. And so few of them do. It's kind of ridiculous. Like everyone's looking grainy. Everyone's looking not their best. I'm not here to judge, but people are not looking their best. <laughs> and thankfully, the new MacBook Pro has a really good camera. But that's like one of its lesser yeah. features, honestly. Like the biggest deal is it's like a professional MacBook, finally. You know, like finally. For so, yeah. Well, okay. So the MacBook wait, wait, Pro. Wait, wait, wait. Before you get into it, All hold right. on. Because we're going to, yeah, we're, I'm going to, I'm going to, ooh, you're going to have so much runway. It's going to be great. <laughs> I have so much to say. I know. I'm so excited. But before we get to that, I also want to say we're going to have Victoria's song on afterwards to come talk about the Aura Smart Ring, which is getting an upgrade. And yes. it's kind of like one of those quiet wearables that people are wearing. You just maybe don't notice it because it looks so much like just a really nice ring. So. Yeah. People are really excited about this ring. I'm I'm curious to hear Victoria's thoughts because it's one of, like you were saying, it's like super discreet. You wouldn't even notice if someone was wearing it, but it has so many new features now. And I think people are going to be like really enthused to check it out. So I'm excited to hear her thoughts. After that, we're going to do a little bit of Halloween talk which I uh, yet listened is the season let us lean in and this is the week to do it so yes uh, the season is here yes we're ready season <laughs> all right quick break and we'll be right back okay it's time to commit 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, 
Okay, so Caitlin, you already revved me up for this. I haven't used a MacBook in years, but I have been reading your coverage for years. And you, I always appreciate your perspective because you're very good at just like laying it out for everybody, not just like the Apple fan, which listen, we're not all Apple fans. That's (laughs) true. That's super true. And And we coexist. And, you know, (laughs) and like the good thing. So, okay, let me let me establish what the MacBook Pro is. So Apple has two new pros. One's 14 inch, one's 16 inch. They're functionally the same, except one is bigger. You can mm-hmm. get, uh, you know, the new mini LED screen, which is super bright. It's like sort of a, a a bridge between the LCD screens of old MacBooks and OLED screens, which can be super expensive. You don't find them on many laptops. But the biggest deal is that Apple, as we know, is all about developing its own chips in-house. And so the new MacBooks have an upgraded version of what we saw last year um, with the M1. So it's called the M1 Pro or the M1 Max. And despite the kind of confusing names, uh, they're both (laughs) pretty powerful. Um, The Max is, you know, maxier. Maximum. (laughs) Maximum? Yeah, let's let's use a real word. Maxier is not it. <laughs> Let me walk that one back. Maximum, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have professional and then we have maximum. Uh, not to be confused with the iPhone 13 Pro Max, which is both professional and maximum. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I will say at least you know, like it, the more I add on, the more I'm paying, but also the more I will, you know, ostensibly exactly. get. Yes, and <laughs> so. you do get quite a bit. So I, I've i been testing the 14-inch uh, with the M1 Max, and this thing is like fully spec'd out. You've got like all of the cores, you've got, you know, all of the RAM, you've got all of the storage. Like I use two terabytes. I'll never come close to using two what? terabytes of storage. It's crazy. Um, but like in my testing, it really is a huge game changer. This thing is not going to stutter no matter what you do to it. Um, you yeah. know, you can be editing 8K footage, uh, photo, like it now has an SD card slot. So you right. can just offload all of your photos without needing dongles. Praise like, be. It's a, we, <laughs> SD card I know, right? slot. <laughs> it's so wild how ports are like the thing that is actually so essential. making a difference in my life. Because it's yeah. so hard to like have a dock that connects. And when you are a pro level person, like you're a photographer, you're a videographer, or you're even, let's say, a, a journalist. Uh, you mm-hmm. need to be able to <laughs> a, a lowly journalist. <laughs> journalist. Um, Listen, we know. need professional stuff too. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, we do. It's an excuse to buy professional stuff. It's true. Um, so we have three USB-C Thunderbolt 4 ports. We've got the SD card reader. There's an HDMI port. It's like, honestly, if I can be real with you, I would have sacrificed the HDMI for a USB-A because so many of the things say. I use are still just like classic USB. And it's super annoying. Like I have my microphone plugged into a dock, plugged into my MacBook, and I'm just looking at it now. It's like cords everywhere. It's it's Little appendages that Um, nobody asked for. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I'm using, right now I'm using an old MacBook Pro, and I'm just like, I need to buy the new one because it's making my life so much easier. Yeah. Do you feel the difference between that new one? Because you're just using that last gen one, aren't you? 
I'm using an Intel one, actually. Okay. So, and the difference between the Intel MacBooks and the Apple Silicon MacBooks is huge. So right now I'm looking at this Intel MacBook. It's much slower. It's still got the touch bar, which I find totally useless. Right. Uh, the new pros ditch the touch bar. Um, it makes a, it makes a big difference. And I'm not even, you know, I'm not editing 8K footage. I'm not producing music on this, but like it's still noticeable. But it's really, really expensive. I'm not going to lie. It's really expensive. You know, the version I'm testing is like $4,000. That's a pro level. <laughs> yeah. It starts at 2000 So, And the good thing is you can customize nearly everything about it. So you can choose like how many cores the GPU has, how much RAM you need, how much storage. Obviously, adding things on right. adds on to the price. But yeah, if you don't need this much power, don't get it. There are cheaper things to buy for sure, but everything about it is so great, except the battery life, not as good as on the MacBooks from last year, which lasted like forever on a charge. So that was kind of disappointing. I was hoping that would be the same this year, but otherwise, I mean, this is like a a perfect MacBook. So Apple really stepped it up here. I am Mm. curious to see you know, what other companies do, like Intel is really trying to get Apple back as a customer, which tweeting is never going to happen. I know. Doing interviews. It's yeah. like... They're, they're being the absolute most. Like, Apple, pl- please just, please come back to us. And it's not going to happen. But, you know, they just announced, Intel just announced the 12th gen processors today, and they're promising all sorts of performance improvements. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's a very interesting time to be paying attention to this space. Although, you know, that doesn't really help you if you're just like, I need to buy a computer. What should I get? So there's there's a, a lot to consider there. But, you know, if you are using a lot of the programs that Apple is known for, the creative software. Yeah. It's all optimized for these MacBooks and it runs like a dream. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good it's a good machine to buy. So I guess just to kind of like round this off with a little a little tip for our listeners, like if somebody wanted to, this is not exactly the time to be spending gobs of money on new hardware for a lot of people because there's still yeah. a lot of uncertainty. And that's why it's kind of like a wild time to be covering these things. Um, so somebody wanted to buy a MacBook to, you know, continue on in their work and their day to day. Should they spring the money for that pro level one, the brand new one with the M1 Max? Or could they save some money on an older model? I mean, last year's MacBooks are still very good. I definitely wouldn't buy any Apple machine with an Intel chip. It's just, it's outdated. It's not going to run as well. But like even the M1 MacBook Air, which is $1,000, like that's a great machine. And it lasts forever on a charge, which if all you need is like a lightweight laptop and all you care about is battery life, get that one. Like. Absolutely. That's a student's laptop. That's like a day-to-day sure. user. That's somebody who just like is, you know, writing a blog. Yes. As a as a blogger. <laughs> as a blogger. I actually as bloggers. <laughs> I love that MacBook Air. You know, it it gets the job done for sure. Um, so it de- it really depends on your job. It depends on the software you use. Uh depends on how much money you have. You know, there's a lot of variables right. here. But yeah, I think 
Last year's MacBooks are very good. This year's are even better. Every year they get better. So you just have to decide, you know, what makes but sense. But no for you. Intel. Just no. Stay away from Intel. Probably they're going to stop. I'm imagining supporting it with updates and things too, because yeah, it's a third I mean, party hardware. They're phasing it out. I don't even think you can order an Intel MacBook from Apple directly okay. anymore. And I I think they've said you know two years would be the transition, and we're a year in. So by next year, it'll be fully fully done so yeah wow well yeah new macbook pros new macbook pros that's that's what they'll be flexing with at the coffee shops so everyone keep a lookout (laughs) yeah pay attention for those ports that's how you know (laughs) oh that's a new macbook pro (laughs) or maybe it's a really really old macbook pro (laughs) oh yes the one from the the one from when we were in college not to date ourselves to everyone here but i don't i don't know about (laughs) we went to college the same time so i'm just saying (laughs) way to throw Um, me under the bus (laughs) I had to bring you with me. I wasn't going to go alone. Come That's on. Fair. That's uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, we're going to bring on Victoria, who's going to talk to us about the aura ring. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Victoria, welcome to Gadgets. Thank you for coming on today. Hello. <laughs> I want Thank to make you that for formal. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be very really formal. Thank you for sitting down in the chair. Um, according, so we actually do this on video and we record just so everybody knows. So, you know, we got facial expressions and, mm-hmm. and the like. Um, it appears that Victoria is opposite Caitlin in her closet right now. Yes. Just oh, want to add that again. recording amidst all of our clothing. And while Victoria's in New York and I'm in LA, it feels like we are sharing this closet together. I was going to say, it's an <laughs> it East does. Coast, West Coast closet. Like, you yeah. know, Sabrina Spellman's closet that goes to the other wor- realm. Anyway. Oh, wow. I love I that. Know. Yes. I brought that cut in. Uh, Victoria, <laughs> you are the person that is, you're the wearables person. And I go to you when I have questions about new smartwatches and new things that they want us to put on our bodies. So <laughs> we're here to wow. ask you, well, you know, um, there's questions with that. The aura, <laughs> yeah, it's, sure. it's, yeah. it's been this silent, the silent performer I see a lot of, so just to give you an example, I see a lot of yogis talk about this on Instagram, like, I love my aura ring. And so, oh you my know. Oh, my God. Yeah. This, okay. Yeah. I've seen it pop up. I'm like, people use this. It's just like interesting, weird, like, there's not a whole lot of smart rings that are out there at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, there used to be, like, when wearables were first coming out, but they were, like, super fashion-oriented. But now this one is, like, the big one. It's the famous one. Prince Harry wears one. Uh, Jack Dorsey has been seen wearing them. And now apparently oh, Yogi's on, on Instagram <laughs> as well. So, you know, there's 
there's a bunch of like celebrities who have been spotted in the tabloids wearing an aura ring and you know so as far as smart rings go it's the one to beat but i think um unless you're a real gadget nerd or someone who really follows the tabloids you may not have actually heard about it yet like that's my yeah it's kind of it's kind of been under the radar. I think I first heard about it with, um, like, the NBA bubble mm-hmm. situation during COVID, like, because it has a lot of tracking features that um, some of the other wearables don't. And now that there's about to be a new one, they're really, really adding a ton to it. So, Victoria, tell us what the new Aura Ring will offer that the old one doesn't. And why are people so hyped on this? Because I've heard a lot about this ring. Yeah, so the one thing about the Aura Ring is that it's like Whoop. It's not like a Fitbit, right, where a Fitbit tracks your steps, it tracks everything. It's actually really focused on your sleep and your recovery and your readiness. So it's kind of more focused on the uh, a person's recovery than it is on, like, their activity, although activity is a part of it. And uh, the previous Aura Rings were just basically, like, You'd wear them, and it would track your sleep, and then you would import your activities so that it would know what you were doing during the day. So the new one is kind of expanding it so it does things beyond sleep. So it's adding, um, previously it was only infrared sensors for the heart rate, now it's adding green and red LEDs so it can do SpO2 because of the uh, red LEDs, and it can now do continuous heart rate monitoring so it'll monitor you through the day, and you can watch your live heart rate within the app itself. And then, you know, they're kind of expanding upon their sleep stage algorithm. So it, it'll be more detailed and accurate. So they say, uh, we'll have to see. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like SBO2 yeah. is coming later. They're expanding their educational content, which I personally love. And they're also adding period tracking. So yeah, I thought, wow. this was the, I thought this was the big one because like, so I know a lot of people use wearables to monitor their fertility or help them plan their families or lack thereof. And temperature, body temperature can play a huge part in that. But like, it's really hard to, you know, you if you want to track your temperature manually, it's like you need like a whole thermometer situation. Then you have to import all of that data like yourself. And this sounds like it's just going to track everything automatically and let you know, like, here's what's up. Yeah, so there, there's like two components of it. So it does track your uh, body temperature every day, right? So it's continuously just tracking that in the background. But then also, you know, you do kind of manually have to log your periods uh, to kind of give it a sense of like, oh, okay, so this right. is what your body markers are when you're having your period. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of that uh, from the get-go and from what I remember from my briefing, they were just like, you know, it gets more accurate the longer right. you use it, but it will predict your period uh, six days in advance and up to 30 days in advance. So that's that's pretty cool because normally yeah. it's period tracking, right? So it's just very kind of reactive. This happens to me. I'm going to mark it in my app. And this one's just like, hey, in uh, about six days or, you know, a date range, you're going to have your period. So keep an eye on that. So that's kind of mm-hmm. a little more proactive than than other options out there, I guess. Yeah. yeah the- um some of the some of the apps definitely do that. Uh but like few wearables really make it easy and seamless for all of this data to just like exist in this dashboard for you. Like 
here's your fertility, here's your body temperature, here's your sleep, like all of these things. And they're all related. And the fact that for so long, I was just like, how many steps you take per day is like really the key metric here. And like, we're not going to pay attention to any of these other things. Like, it's so wild to me seeing these developments now that it took so long to prioritize that. Yeah, uh, like period tracking, that that was a, a big ball drop by all the wearables companies. Uh, I yeah. forget who was first. I think it might have been Fitbit that was first. Oh, it's been a while. But, you know, yeah. they took a really long time to get to the get to the party. And then Garmin was after them. And then Apple was also after them. So it was just a... It, it's a it's an example of why you need women designing your products with you because yes. mm, it's yes. a thing you know all of us women know that tracking your period is a total bitch it's it's really hard none of the apps out there really do everything you want them to if you use contraceptives that's another thing on top of mm-hmm. that and and if you do use contraceptives then the period uh prediction feature is like it might be a little different for you um but mm-hmm. you know it's, yeah. it's there's so many factors There's so many. And then so many like the thing I like about this one is that it's constantly on you. Right. Except for when you're charging, because when you're using the basal body temperature thermometers, there's like 12,000 things that have to go right. You have to measure your temperature at the same time before you do anything else in the day. You can't have drunk water. You can't have (laughs) like uh, talked. You can't even talk to someone before you take this temperature for it to be accurate. So this is like... the air will change it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So your temperature is apparently very finicky, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's wild. And like, the funny thing is that for most of these wearables and for basically all of the apps, like you're just inputting all of this information. So it's not like they're doing anything special. They're not like in your body figuring out like, when you're ovulating, you're literally just entering all of this yourself. So that makes it even worse that it took so long to mm-hmm. add that because that affects like your energy levels throughout the day. It affects, you know, your workouts aren't going to be as good. You, it affects literally everything in your life. And yet mental health for yeah, some of us, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's just now getting to the point where this is something we can easily track. And now we're adding temperature sensors to make it more accurate. Like, I'm glad to see it, but I'm also super frustrated. Yeah, actually, like to your point, there's just like this huge foundational gap when it comes to women's health. And you're starting to see people address it now. Like, um, I forgot how long ago it was, but Apple announced that it was doing its women's health study with the yep. Apple Watch. And, you know, uh, Caitlin, you were there with me when they were <laughs> announcing like what their major finding was. And their finding right. was is that women, in fact, have symptoms when they have their periods. Like, that was <laughs> wow. their big takeaway. Like, mind blown. <laughs> and it was, Thank it, you it, for you know, that. Like, <laughs> it was significant, though, because it was significant that they needed enough data to confirm what we all mm-hmm. already know. That's how big the gap is because I think it was only in 1993 that they actually said, hey, women have to be included in clinical medical trials. After that, like before that. Yeah. Yeah. 1993. Yeah. Um, Before that, they just all used men because periods would make it uh, like not accurate for whatever reason is what they thought. So they just used men and then they translated it to a woman's body, which is why women are often going to the doctor and it's all messed up because Mm -hmm. we weren't included in clinical trials until like 
less than 20 years ago. So that's, or, or like less than 30 years ago. So it's, it's just, it's just yeah wild, absolutely wild. So it's really cool what Aura is doing because they actually, um, they participated in this study from University of San Diego, I think. And it showed that, that you could kind of predict early pregnancy with these metrics. So, you know, mm-hmm. obviously early stages, but pretty cool if you're thinking about like long-term things that we could learn mm-hmm. about women's health from wearables. Yeah, it is really awesome. I'm excited to check it out. It also just be super helpful uh, for folks who maybe are trying to get pregnant and they need to aggregate the information, but you don't always want to write it down on a piece of paper and like, no. it's already <laughs> such a, I mean, it's already such a struggle to get pregnant when you can't. And so to have a piece of tech that could work in the back end to, let's just say, take a little bit of the emotional labor off of you that you already have to endure with everything else society puts on you. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, that's. That's why we get so excited about these little products. That's why we get excited about them because we want, absolutely. you know, that's why people want technology. That's why we have robot dogs. (laughs) Exactly. The aura (laughs) ring is like a robot dog. (laughs) For your period. (laughs) But like, for your period. (laughs) You know, like just to, just so we don't get ahead of ourselves. This, this particular period prediction feature is really so that people, it's like a baby step. It's a tiny little baby step. Right. Totally. Like, are more in tune with yourself and your cycle and your baseline. They definitely want to go, like, their CEO, Harpreet, uh, told me that, you know, they really want to go into it further. They're doing a lot more research into it, so they're not ruling out fertility planning down the line. But, you know, yeah. if, you, if you're getting this thing because you're like, hey, I really would like some heads up about my periods, please don't use it as a contraceptive. Please don't do right. that. That's not what it's intended yeah. for. Um, yeah. And yeah. yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely a lot of potential. So we will we'll be covering it as as these features roll out. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Victoria. Thank you, Victoria. We're so happy that you could join us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, it's Halloween, and all I've been doing is seeing the same Monster Mash remix on TikTok for the last 35 days. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> we'll have to oh, put a link in well, the show your, notes. Your algorithm has clearly kept you from going down this path, to which Seriously. you should thank the algorithm for working in your favor, because I okay. was almost feeling a little booed out. Uh, I learned today, by the way, you can mute TikTok sounds that you don't want to run into. So hmm. that's something I'm going to look into okay. before this weekend when Halloween well, officially hits us. I'm I'm going to destroy my algorithm with it uh, just like a few days before Halloween. And then I, I won't it won't give me enough time to get sick of it. So I'm excited. Well, we'll see. Uh, it's that's the tricky <laughs> thing about the algorithm is you really got to work at it, you know, make it work that's for you. True. That's true. I'm going to be seeing Halloween content through like Thanksgiving. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. So this is spooky season. Mm -hmm. You know, there have been one thing that I've been saying a lot of just this is a gadget podcast. So just to kind of bring it back to gadgets for a second. Let's do it. Is I've seen a lot of really cute like this is how to use your smart home tech to make spooky decorations. Yeah. I just want to tell everybody out there all you need Get some smart plugs. You need those anyway because they're great for your holiday lights and you're going to be using them the next three months if you're into decorating. So just go and get some TP-Link Casa smart plugs. They're like $25. I think they come in a pack of two. 
They're really great. Um, And just connect your lights that way. Schedule them. You don't want don't want to kill your energy bill there. Right. Uh, So are we talking like orange lights? Like we're trying to like fully we're going for it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'm currently right now looking into what some of the best smart bulbs are, just to give a little tease out there to our listeners mm, about okay. what I'm working on here in the Flow Lab, which is <laughs> just like stuff crammed in my closet that you flow can't lab, see off camera. Let me describe the Flow Lab for people who can't oh, see no. it. It's like it's like mostly pink. There's a lot of Sailor Moon and Pokemon content and like a, just like scattered <laughs> everywhere is like little Tamagotchi. <laughs> I actually have my smart right here, which I'm. Oh, yes. You know, the new just... the new Tamagotchi is in the flow lab. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you will read about it on Gizmodo.com. It's coming. We're always we're always working here on all the content for you. We are. We um, are. So your lab is not is not Halloween. There's no spookiness to it yet. But no, is the well, rest of everything your house outside like... outside okay. of my ha- outside of my door. There's a bunch <laughs> of stuff. I was trying to go for a Pokemon theme this year with the Halloween decor. It didn't work. I tried to like repurpose okay. some cardboard. It's okay. I'm just not going to post it on Instagram because I'm not super proud of it. <laughs> but I'm still I mean, using that's it. Really, just... That's really what's important here. I will tell you my Halloween decor is like two of those little uh, white mini pumpkins that you buy at Trader Joe's. And like that's it's all I've got going It's in our MacBook Pro on. review, everyone. <laughs> that's right. Them. You can see it. There's two, there's two of them. So that's all I've got going on here. But I will say I'm getting a little bit into the scary movie vibe. Good, good. Only classic scary movies. I'm not talking. I don't want to see Saw. I don't want. I don't want the gore. I'm talking like, you know, classic. Uh, the the effects are bad enough. They're like, there's no way this is real. Like Gremlins level, like gross classic. No, no, no. We're talking like, you know, uh, Bruce the Campbell ha- campy classic. The original Halloween. Okay. We're we're talking like classics. Okay, seventies, sixties, seventies. I love a seventies horror movie. Mm-hmm. I mean. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a little, even though everything looks really fake, that one is still, like, really terrifying to me. So maybe not that one. But, like, we could do a little Rosemary's Baby. You know, it doesn't have to be, like, disgusting, right? It can just be scary. That's that's the vibe I'm into this year. Hmm. I will yeah. say I recently went down a YouTube hole, as I sometimes do. It's not something I'm proud of, but... It, it happens. happens sometimes. It happens to the best of us, yeah. Yeah. Um, where I was watching, you know how my favorite genre of YouTube video is like cheesy uh, fan-made music videos where they'll take like a f- song that they're totally vibing into mm-hmm. and then they'll add their, you know, splice in their own like movie clips. And so this one was of Carrie. Oh, I forgot God. what yeah. the song was, but it was just perfectly tuned to just like this suffering woman and just the whole... <laughs> Wow. And I was watching it and I was like, you know, because it gives you the TLDR of the movie. And I haven't seen a lot of these movies because I just, I, I cannot do a scary movie. I mean, I, I shut my eyes at the millennial movies that we all, you know, the screams oh, yeah. and the I know we did last oh, summer. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say this might be controversial, but I think Scream is now like a classic scary movie. No, I agree with you. Okay. It is. It is. Okay. It's very easy, by the way, to watch when they put it on Freeform. Because they'll oh, cut they out cut the out really everything. hard parts. <laughs> so it's like, it's like flow level can handle it. 
pro tip, watch scary movies on the children's channel and you won't be scared. uh, Excuse me. It's Gen Z tweens. That's how they say their demographic is. Okay. Okay. All right. In the business wire. It's for children. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that for you. That's a great way. It's like, it's like watching, um, uh, Wishbone to figure out what classic books they're about. (laughs) Oh, Wishbone. The little terrier. Can we bring back Wishbone? Like, what happened to Wishbone? Um, I believe he got turned into. Uh, I don't want to know where this Daniel is going. Tiger. I don't know. I, oh, okay. I was sticking with PBS. Sticking I thought PBS. I thought you had like the scoop on what happened to the actual Wishbone, and I was like, if he's no longer with us, I don't want to know. I, mean, I don't want to know that. Terriers live a long time, but they don't live that long. Wishbone They're still is, dog years. Wishbone is forever. I'm just saying, if Wishbone reenacted all of the Halloween classics, like, how good would that be? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say, one of the the new Halloween reprise that just came out, the, you know, the Mike Myers flick. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. My understanding is that it does have the murder of a current Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast member who, oh. she was in the original, the one... In, in the 70s. Oh, Kyle Richards, a, right? Yeah, as a child. Okay. Yes. She was but a child she, actor, yeah. Okay. Yes, but now she's a, a woman. So she is, she is a real housewife, yes. So anyway, well, that's, you know, well, that's in, in my fact. little Yeah, my little ecosystem of reality yeah. TV. That's okay. what we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, while we're on that, by the way, I also want to add, and I feel like this is a good way for us to close out mm-hmm. uh, today's episode, is that I was watching Housewives of uh, Salt Lake City last night, and Google became a curse word. How, why? Wait, like for the for the characters? One or? of the women. One of the women. She was really, and I. I'm using this term. Just she was very triggered by the word Google it. Why don't you Google it? And oh, well, it was because f- sometimes that can be rude if someone's like Google it. Like- Somebody said they were going to Google something, a fact that she said, and she's like, "Why would you say that? You don't believe what I'm saying. You'd have to go and Google it." And it became yes. the entire like hook of the episode and i was just like is this marketing (laughs) well when people (laughs) but when people do that it's like infuriating right it's like you don't you don't have to fact check me in real time like even if i'm wrong you don't have to google it right there like wait don't tell me you're googling it just like do it silently in another screen don't tell me yeah i mean we're all guilty of it but like if you say if you tell someone let me google that like that's rude i'm i stand with this character whoever she is like that's she is understandable. A, a possible cult leader. Mm, but okay, well, just <laughs> now you see why I keep watching this garbage. All it's right. perfect for me. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I try to always look for the tech angles when I'm watching reality TV because I feel like and you found it. Just making a beat for myself in this in this space. Yeah, as we say, blog it. Could <laughs> it go blog this now? Everything can be a blog if only you believe. It's true. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin, for being my partner in crime on this pilot episode of Gadgets, Always. Gizmodo's Gadget Podcast. Um, if you got a question or you've got a comment, you can tweet us at Gizmodo. Uh, we'll see you there. And you can also find Caitlin and I on our respective social media profiles. I'm I Know That Flow on Twitter. And Caitlin, where can folks find you? I'm at 
at Caitlin underscore McGarry. I can't believe I have to use the underscore, but someone stole my name on Twitter. So <laughs> the other Caitlin McGarry will not be able to answer your tech question. So someday she's going to come to you and be like, uh, would you like to buy my handle off of me? $500,000. I would. <laughs> okay. Not for 500000 but I would buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Other Caitlin McGarry, okay, if you're out there. I shouldn't have put that out there. Hit her up. Yes. Um, call, and please, if you if you liked what you heard today, please like us and subscribe where you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, a review helps us a ton. So please let us know how you're feeling. And if you've got any feedback or a comment or a question, you can email us at gadgets at gizmodo.com, our own special little inbox just for you, our Gadgets listeners. Thank you for listening to us this week. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you again next week. By the way, I was grumbling at my internet. I was not grumbling at anybody. I just want everybody to know there was no grumbling toward a person. Okay. Just my internet. Delay. Okay. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Okay, good. <laughs>